Hour number two, Buck and Gas, Carter Volkswagen Studio. Thank you so much for listening. If you're in a car like mine that's old, it still has the old radio, a little staticky, especially when you go under the uh, the lines, the bus lines, we appreciate you listening. Bear <laughs> through that. Uh, also, if you're on the iHeartRadio app, we appreciate that. Download that today. Alexa, I'd like to listen to 950 KJ. Thank you, Alexa. Appreciate that. Nice. Uh, Tony Softley joins us right now on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. He is our NFL exec. Hi, Tony. How are you? Gentlemen, what's going on? Uh, nothing, man. We're just sitting here trying to get through two more hours and get the weekend started. <laughs> That's what we're doing. There you go. Actually, Puck's lying. Puck, Puck is, is, is got a long list of questions that are all going to end with the same uh, thing, which is where were you last night for the oh. big KJR hockey yeah. party? Yeah, you're the only person who didn't show up. What did we do to kind of pee in your Cheerios? I didn't have an invite. I didn't know anything about it. Now yeah. we're stirring the pot. Now we got yeah. things going. Yeah. Uh-huh. I knew we were going to walk right into this. So what we have here, Tony, is another Mariner Suite kind of uh, episode on our <laughs> oh, hands boy. here. Where several people at sure. the radio station didn't get invited, myself included, Gats, Ian, and, and the Feltulator. Mm-hmm. You're That's saying you were, like. you were not given an invitation last night to the Angry Beaver. No, I did not hear anything about it other than you guys talking about it on the air. Yeah, I didn't. Well, uh, let no me, clue. No let clue. me be the first. Let Gas and I be the first people to say we are sorry. Uh, and again, <laughs> you can voice all of your complaints to uh, Rich Moore at iHeartMedia. Well, here's the thing, Tony. We left four extra dollars there, and I think that'll get you two cold coconies at the Angry <laughs> yeah. So you could go up tonight. Now you'll be by yourself, but you could pretend that you'd be with us, and it's a, it's a big fun time, and we're yeah. watching hockey. And, and you Are, are you are you at, at all a, a hockey fan? Do you like the sport? Oh, I, I love hockey. When I lived nice. in St. Louis, I went to several Blues games. My daughters went to a lot of the playoff games. So, yeah, yeah. no. Uh, Tarasenko is my favorite player in the NHL. I'll tell you the Saint guy. He knows everything. St. Louis Blues, for my money, one of the three or four best nicknames across all the leagues. I think the St. Louis Blues is a great nickname for a team. Yeah, no question. And uh, had a chance to uh, you know work there at uh, 101 ESPN in St. Louis. Go down and, and uh, you know have some uh, practice time with those guys. Mm-hmm. Not me practicing on ice, but just viewing and. Just getting educated behind the scenes. Uh, one thing I did learn is that uh, you got to learn to uh, speak Russian or at least a few words. Yeah, you know, you... like Spanish. <laughs> you know, you got you can't you can't screw around because they'll just look at you like you you know just that deer in the headlight look. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm very excited uh, to have uh, NHL in uh, Seattle. That's going to be fun. Well, you uh, you don't know this yet. I, you're going to be our insider. Yeah, 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 you're going to be our insider. We we didn't want I sat next to Ian last night watching these games, Tony. He doesn't know anything. It's unbelievable. (laughs) You're you're our new insider. Hey, between between Crabtree and and Ian Furness, they got to cover. Hang on, Crabtree doesn't know. What What for Formula One racing? Sure, but not for hockey. Hey, hey, Tony, let me ask you. You're you're a professional football talent evaluator. You've made your business in this, and you're good at it. And you you know how to evaluate. Compare and contrast a little bit because I've all you know. It's always kind of a fun, fun exercise. What sport is the toughest, or what's mm. the hardest to play, or what sport do you have to be the best athlete? I look at hockey guys and what they do, and I'm I'm kind of amazed. Everything they have to do, and oh yeah, they're doing it on skates. It's um, how do you evaluate like the skill it takes to play hockey versus, and this is an inexact science, the skill it takes to play in the NFL. Mm. Yeah, two different type of athletes. Uh, I think you hit it on the head, the skating aspect of it. Uh, there's not going to be too many 300-pound guys uh, on skates. But I, I will say this, 
you know, I've always said it. Swimming to me is the most demanding. Hockey is second and football is third. And, and uh, yeah, swimming takes a lot, obviously, uh, athleticism and uh, stamina. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the hockey is, uh, I mean, there's a reason why they have different flights, uh, guys coming in, uh, in and out of the, uh, the game, um, because it, it is so demanding. You can only skate for so long. And right. then, uh, you know, the movement, uh, you know, it, it's, it's very, very demanding. I, I still think swimming. Uh, without the physicality of bumping and crashing up against the boards and all that is the most demanding on the body in, in a short period of time. Hmm. Hockey second and football third. Hmm. The uh, we both did our we both did our softies. Hmm. Hmm. That usually means we disagree with what he said. No, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I've got no. Well, I think that I think cardio cardiovascular wise, I, I think probably swimming is. Uh, it's it's probably got to be the the number one sport. Maybe that in like long distance cycling, like the Tour de France, what those guys are doing. Right. But yes. I don't know. I think in terms of the all around athlete, I don't know if there's a more demanding sport than hockey because it's they are on. I mean, look at what they're on. What's the size of a blade on a skate? I don't know. I mean, I can, yeah. how wide is that? Well, and Tony's- and then they're going so fast, they're stopping. You know, when they slow mo some plays. You know, the other day I'm watching, you know, when the, when the Penguins were still on it, there was a goal that Crosby scored. He scored off a deflection. The ball was, the ball, he rick, he redirected a puck that was, that was coming like at a, was at a, was coming at him wobbly, right? It wasn't perfect. He redirects with his stick, deflects it into the net for a goal. And I don't know how fast that puck's coming, but it's, it's coming fast. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many miles per hour. Right. The, the hand eye coordination while he's skating, while he's, fending off a defender to redirect that and then I'm like I don't know man that that's maybe the most difficult thing I've ever seen so yeah. and I see those guys play other sports and they tend to always be good at those other sports I I don't know why I do this I tend to judge it like how good an athlete is how they swing a golf club I'm not sure why but they always <laughs> look natural when you see a hockey player swing a golf club yeah well they're athletes yeah I mean, they get that you that watch a basketball yeah. player swing a golf club they look like a like look at Barkley. Look at right. those guys. They're but, terrible. And Tony, your point earlier is, is is great. The the average shift of an NHL guy is usually like forty five seconds to a minute. And then you'll hear the announcers say, Oh, they're gassed right now and they've been out there for like a minute forty and you think, How can they be gassed? They're in prime shift. But that skating, oh, man, that man. takes a lot out of you, huh? Yeah, it takes it's a lot of energy to get uh to get moving and stopping and starting and, and what Puck's talking about, the hand eye coordination is just part of it. The physicality of that game. Um, you know, you know, getting slammed against the boards, having to react and skate down, yeah. you know, the ice, it's it's pretty demanding. And and I will tell you guys this, Freddie Couples and I went to uh elementary school together, oh. uh, Catholic school in South Seattle. Uh he was not very good at kickball, soakum, none of that stuff. But uh, when he picked up the uh, the golf club, the guy was ace. Okay. But uh, you know, it doesn't mean that you're a good athlete if you're a good golfer. or You can do multiple sports. It's you know that's why they're trying to get guys in college now that play the basketball, baseball, football, and run track. If you can do three or four of those, or at least two or four of those, uh, you're definitely uh, you know high stakes recruitable. Let's uh, let's bring us some, uh, some football stuff here, Tony. This is why you are NFL exec. This is why we have you on uh, every week. The uh... We haven't got to this story this week, and if we have time, we'll get to the to the Panthers sale in just a second because you work for the Panthers. But the decision yesterday, how worried HBO announced that Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns, will be on hard knocks. 
How worried are you if you are the owner, the GM, and Hugh Jackson, the head coach, you're going to be on hard knocks with Baker Mayfield? Because what HBO wants, you know what they want. They want a train wreck with Baker Mayfield. They want some, him to do something dumb that gives them drama. You know, I, I, feel, I, I read the story. I heard about it when it came across, and I just shook my head. And you're exactly right. They want a train wreck. And I don't know if it's uh, necessarily Baker Mayfield, but uh, it's just the Cleveland Browns in general. They've got a head coach that's a dead man walking. They've got a, a Heisman Trophy candidate uh, that has said some things and done some things off the field and will say some things in, in front of the camera that they would love to uh, have everybody witness. Uh, John Dorsey is a new general manager. Uh, the, the owner has his hands in the cookie jar, as should he. he he's the billionaire, and he's, he's the money man. Uh, but there, there's just too many moving parts. If I'm John Dorsey, I kill that right now. I, I, this, no, pick another team. We're not doing it. Uh, you know, at least not this year until he can establish, uh, you know, where they're moving and making sure everybody's moving in the same direction in an optimal manner. Hey, there's uh, and it's funny, you know, this is the kind of stuff I normally say, God, that the, we freak out about these, these non-news stories in the offseason of the NFL. And this is kind of a non-news story, except it affects us pretty dramatically, which is, Seeing Richard Sherman run, even though it was only 25 yards, and seeing him do it in, in you know in Niners gear and at the Niners facility, kind of rams home again what we're all going to have to deal with this fall. And I mean, everything seems on schedule for this guy. And and in theory, and I mean, he's at a tricky age level, Tony. And maybe talk about this a little bit. In theory, he's going to completely recover from this. Whether he's quite as great as he was in all the measurables, I guess we'll have to find out. But there's no reason for the Niners to, to, to expect that he can't be out there really helping them this year, is there? No, they, there's no doubt. I They wouldn't have signed him. Uh, you know, Shanahan uh, is a good football coach. Uh, John Lynch is, is learning to be a general manager, but he understands the game and he knows football players. Uh, and, and so they, they knew by getting him in there and taking a chance on him, if he was physically on, uh, on the mark on making his rehab schedule, it was going to be a good chance he's going to be out there. I, I don't see uh, no reason for Richard to be Richard in the 49ers uniform, not unless there's some type of setback at the Achilles uh, injury. Other than that, this guy, he's going to he's going to do what he does. You know, he's going to lock down one side. He's going to be a back cover press guy in that defense, and he's going to come up and tackle and put his face in the honey when needed. So, I, you know, it's, it's Richard Sherman, uh, you know, just in another uniform, uh, unless there's a setback with the Achilles. All right, Chief. What uh, what kind of cigar tonight before you before you you get your weekend started off? Huh? What do you got tonight? You know, no no cigar tonight. Oh. I've got uh, the Washington uh, uh, District uh, Track Championship out at Chief South. I've got two young ladies, Takia uh, Ward and Tiana Cherry, that are throwing in the shot put. So I, I've got to go out there and do that and uh, look forward to those ladies uh, making it to the state well, championship. Good luck to the uh, Rainier Beach Vikings. I appreciate you, man. All right, Tony. We'll Thanks, see you, Tony. bud. Talk to you guys. There he is. Uh, Tony Softley, our NFL exec and assistant track coach at Rainier Beach High School. And NHL insider. And NHL insider. I'm telling you, in that uh, 10 minutes, I'd learned more about the NHL than talking with Ian yesterday. One of the dumber questions I've asked, because since he did spend some time in St. Louis, I mean, it's a hockey crazy town there. They don't have another winter sport. And, of course, you'd be a a fan. And that's a team that's usually in the hunt. So they're a fun team to follow. Uh, There is something I want to bring up about the Panthers sale that we've had this discussion before. We'll do that next. Also, we'll we'll do... uh, we're going to start taking our nominations because we have to do this later in the show. Uh, our douchebag of the day. It's pretty self-explanatory. 
It could be of the week. Who is just a douchebag of the week of the day? Nominations at 494-51. I have got a, a one that uh, that happened yesterday, and it's a perfect example of a douchebag. We'll do that next. Now back to Fuck It in the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Uh, a reminder, coming up top of the hour, lunch with listeners. We'll give away uh, a gift card, not only to the Other Coast Cafe, but also to Georgetown Brewery. Is Puck a schmuck? Uh, gift cards to Jimmy Max. And we could probably throw some Georgetown gift cards in there as well. But basically, the 12 o'clock hour on Fridays is for the listeners because we care. Here's the thing, and that what makes us different. That makes us completely different. And really, the biggest thing Cliff Averill is going to have to do when he takes over for me is to care. That's because it's do. hard to reach a level of caring like I have over yes, the years it's... for each and every one of you. And if you haven't won something from this show, you are a tremendously unlucky person, given the fact, of if you factor in the math of how many people listen versus how much we give away, <laughs> you should have won something by now. If you have it, you've got to look oh. in the mirror and go, what am I personally doing wrong? And let me just say this again. I don't know why I'm on on this today. For those driving around in your cars with the staticky radio, thank mm-hmm. you for listening. Yeah, why thank not? you, because you're old school. We why need not? you still. We need you in this industry. And also, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, that was one more thing. Oh, oh, Jerry DePoto again. Uh, promote the, I can't promote uh, can't promote this enough. Jerry Depoto today five o'clock, Softy and Fane live from Jimmy's on First, uh, breaking down all things about the Mariners. I'm going to assume they'll spend some time talking about, uh, of course, uh, Robinson Cano. Yeah, like I said earlier, I don't know what more they can say other than they're disappointed. You, you know, it, it's it's how about gonna... soft. How about softy? How about softy floats our idea about taking some of that money, the twelve million, and, and giving it back to the fans. Give it back to the fans. Have a have a fan appreciation night. Yeah, why not? I still am anxious. I mean, I hate to, yeah, I hate to wish my life away, but one of the things I'm really looking forward to is what the reaction is when he comes back. Because here's the thing: he's our guy for another four or five years. Yeah, like it or not. His and and whether you think this was all being done by steroids, and now that he isn't going to be on the steroids, he won't be any good anymore. I don't buy that. Now may, maybe we're going to see a drop off, but but we're going to need stuff out of him, you know, in the last six weeks of the season if they're still in it. Of so course, be interesting to see how people react. The uh, well, I think it, we've discussed this before. It's all about the wins and losses. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're right. if they're still playing good baseball, then I think he'll get a standing ovation. I think that there'll be people that will will boo him. But I think if they tank it, if they really play. Poor baseball, and they're right. one and two. Uh, is the record? I will keep you updated every single day on the record. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad of that. <laughs> um, that. Makes me feel good. I know. The uh, then I think that that he'll get. I think he'll get crushed. I, mm-hmm. I'm curious. Will he? Will he talk to the media? Will I, they put him yeah. in a? You know, when he comes home on Friday, will they put him up in front of you know the big you know the big interview room down at Safeco? Will he have to face questions from reporters because he hasn't faced any mm-hmm. questions? I, I wonder. And again, with the terms of the suspension, see if I were them. I would say, yeah, you know what, you gotta, you gotta do that, and whether they will or not. But I would see if you could do that before he. Can we do that before he comes back and get that out of the way so that when he comes back, he's just focused on baseball. This has, from a PR standpoint, has worked out really perfectly for the Mariners mm-hmm. because they can do it. They can do his mea culpa in Oakland. In Oakland, yeah, which where look, there will be no, and no, well, I wouldn't say no. There'll be. I mean, how many? Is ESPN going to send out Pedro Gomez? I mean, I don't know. I well, mean, how, and how I many outlets yeah. are going to be out there to go to Oakland to go cover it? If I were the Mariners, if we, you and I, if we, when we start our consulting firm, mm-hmm. I would consult them, do his his 
press conference in Oakland in the mm-hmm. dugout. Yeah, well, do that, and and I don't care about ESPN. I care, you know, the Seattle Times. They'll have a, a reporter. The Tribune will have somebody there. We should send somebody. Their flagship should. There should. It's it's Oakland. It's a it's a ninety minute flight. There ought to be if that's what they want to do. And I'm I think it's a smart idea actually. There's no excuse for a, a huge Seattle media contingent well, not being down there for that. It's a big, big story. I think the Athletic can can send the 35 people they've hired in the last 24 hours down there. <laughs> I wish the Athletic would this. settle on a price. I feel like I'm dealing with a used car dealership. I want the Athletic to succeed more than you can imagine. Yeah. I'd love for them to. But I honestly feel like I'm on a used car lot. Every time I hear something from the Athletic, it's got a different price on it. There is there is a bunch of different prices on it. Good for uh, them. I hope they do well. Uh, all right. So uh, we, we're going to introduce something here. Uh, douchebag of the day, douchebag of the week. And this isn't going. This is just going to happen when something comes up. If you have a good douchebag, and we mm-hmm. all know a good douchebag, right? Mm-hmm. A guy, guy or gal, or someone that just pisses you off. Uh, you know, give us your nominees, and at some point during the show, we'll, we'll come up with a group, and then we'll probably select the best one. Or we'll just go over some several best options. If you have a good douchebag, text them in at uh, 49451. I'm going to give you mine in a second. If you guys have something, you guys can come up with it uh, as well. I want it because this has been on my notes forever, and I just want to get to it. And it's about, it involves football, and it's the Panthers have been sold for $2.2 billion. Right, the the guy right. the, who right. is the minority owner with the Steelers ends yeah. up buying the ends up buying the Panthers. So, uh, and we've we've talked about this before, and I know this is right in your wheelhouse. So, tell me again why NFL contracts aren't fully guaranteed, uh, and, and why is there a salary cap? Yeah, what, what, what the two point two billion for the Panthers, on? and we have to well, we we can't pay the employees. Yeah. You know, it's, I, I, huh. I think I think the it's NFL salary cap is such a joke. And I'm, I'd rather see that lifted. And I mean, it guarantees I, I guarantees I kind of see both sides of that story. It's, it's, you know, on the one hand, it is a dangerous way to make a living. On the other hand, uh, you know, nothing's guaranteed in life. You know, so, so I mean, the idea that you, yeah, I get hurt, but I get still get paid. I mean, I can see the argument on that. I cannot see the argument. This idea that the Hawks were forced to make decisions this year, not based on football, but based on on money. In a sport where the Panthers just were sold for two point two billion dollars, it infuriates me as a fan. Of course, it, it should. I mean, there should be. I mean, if there is a if there is a sport that should not have a salary cap, it's this one. Yes. And I really think if there's, any, in my opinion, and I know others will disagree, I think there's any sport that that should have guaranteed contracts, mm-hmm. uh, it's this one. And I know people will say, well, the, the signing bonus is guaranteed. That's how I'm talking about. I'm talking about a guy signs a five year deal and he gets paid thirty five million dollars. What he should get every penny of that. Not 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 the signing bonus when mm-hmm. he gets the seven million or the eight million of it, all of it. Mm-hmm. To get all of the money, these guys aren't hurting for cash, and they're about to just get more cash here in a couple of years or whenever how long it takes with this gambling thing yeah, to take off. They'll get a cut of that because everybody in the world is. I mean, I was reading an article from from the Sun uh, over in UK about how the advertising of of the gambling sites, mm-hmm. when you watch a sporting event over there, are through the roof. It's out of control. Did you read uh, Wilmer this morning in the Times? Uh-uh. John Wilmer uh, writing about the NCAA football impact of this. Because because football is not under the auspices of the NCAA. Remember, football separated out years ago oh, okay, and it's kind of yeah. run by the Power Five conferences. 
that that in theory they're going to be free to cut deals. His hypothesis was the Pac-12 cut deals with 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 like sports books, like well, to, 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 to say, look, you know, the, as a part of this, we're going to get a little cut of this, yeah. and there's going to be advertising, and there's going to be he, his his hypothesis was it'll be a hundred million dollars a year coming into the Pac-12. Does he have something where it sets up where the sports books should make the schedule easier for Washington in this? He does not have that. No, no, that that's that's more your that's okay. that's from last week's. How DB can of the day. we make it easier for for teams? I think that, it's how can we make it playoff. easier for our best teams. Yeah. I'm not opposed to that, can actually. Make, can we have them play on just Saturdays at 12? Uh, well, we I'd love that? that. I'll sign up for that deal right now. Uh, yeah, I love this announcement, the NCAA, too. Uh, well, again, back to the back to the Panthers and the NFL. I, it just it blows me away. $2.2 billion. $2.2 billion. When we rank the franchises in the National Football League, honestly, where are the Carolina Panthers falling? I think in I terms don't... of value. I don't know. What's the Forbes list? Yeah. Give, me a, give me a Forbes list, Jackson, if you can. On on the top valued franchises in the NFL, I'd like to know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't. I think Carolina's probably middle of the pack. Except that now, if they're worth two point two billion, now, it changes. Maybe that, yeah. before before this. I mean, now. what the hell could the Seahawks fetch if Paul Allen put them up for sale? Oh, I want Paul to put them up for sale. Yeah, don't uh, Paul turn your radio to another station. We don't uh, want you to sell. So it's just. I don't know. I, I I'm very sympathetic to the players on this one. I've always thought they're guaranteed. Their, their contracts should be fully guaranteed. And then I'm with you. I, there should be no salary cap in the sport. Right. It's what do you say ridiculous. though? What do you say to an owner who says, "Okay, we signed this guy to a five-year deal, and now he's hurt. He can't play. Shouldn't we be able yeah. to negotiate an injury settlement? Or, or why should I have to him. pay him for five? I mean, that just buyer beware. Yeah, signed him. He's hurt. You yeah. know, you got. I mean, that's just kind of the, that's life happens. I, mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it's a freak accident. I mean, if it's what if if you signed him later in his career and he got mm-hmm. hurt and you gave him a lot of money, well, that's on you. You should have signed a 30-year-old to a deal that mm-hmm. has given guaranteed money. Well, I guess I guess the point of both of our points here is there is a lot of money within that sport. Oh, and and it, it, what, it, what makes me crazy is when we start seeing decisions made not based on football, but based on, well, we have to be economically, we got we got to get well, in with right. the economics. Because it hurts, it hurts franchises that are good at building teams. It, it hurts it the game. Hurt, it certainly hurt, it hurts Seattle, there's no doubt about it. Felsey, you got yeah. a number? 21st. 21st. Lower third. Lower third of the NFL. Where's, right Right at the cusp there. Middle third, lower third of the NFL. Where's Seattle? Seattle is at eight, twenty nineteen eighteen seventeen. Seventeen. I would guess they'd va- be a little more. What valuable. is their value according to Forbes? two point four two five billion? Oh, what do you think they would get? What do you think, Paul Allen? He says, "Yeah, they're for sale." Well, two point two. I'm saying at least at least three and a half. Three? I don't know if it'd be that high. Three, maybe three. It's hard. They're going to keep going up. Obviously, they're right mean, between the Vikings and the Steelers. Mm-hmm. It's a Man, lousy Paul place Allen. to be. He could sell the team. He could take that money, mm-hmm. he could solve the homeless, yeah. and then he could also go on and find more warships. By, by the way, you know, you're, 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 uh, hey, that was actually kind of cool when they found the USS Indianapolis, I'll say. Uh, to your point from earlier, I'm hearing news now from my friends down there at Pearl Jam, Inc., that they agree with you that the biggest problem the city faces right now is remote control, bar, cha- so they're going to change the home well, shows. Instead of a benefit, um, instead of selling 80,000 hey. tickets and giving the money to help people, you know, they're going to actually do it to train to retrain people so they can change the channels. Properly. I think that would be a wise move. I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the <laughs> state of the mayor with Durkin to say, "Listen, our number one problem is we don't have bartenders with the uh, the capability to switch a television to a sporting event." <laughs> I don't know if that's that's our big problem. You don't right think him. that's the biggest issue going on right now? On the mayor Puckett. I don't think that's what. No. Oh, I'd run on this. Would you run? Huh? Would sure. you run? Yeah, How many skeletons are in your closet? Are you going to be able to clear them uh, out? No, I'm good. You have anything bad? No. No, nothing. 
Honestly, Jason, this is me I talking. I honestly don't think I have anything bad. I'll admit to every drug I ever use. That's fine. We'll get. We'll knock that all well, right I've, out. I've always said if I ran for politics, which I'm not going to do, but I have I a card that says these are all the drugs I tried here the years. No, I'd, I'd do the press conference and I'd say, here's what I did, here's what I did, here's what I did, and I would end the press conference with, and if you hear something else that I did, you should probably operate on the premise that it's true until I can kind of sort it all out. <laughs> And and just kind of. Just... I think the thing that would derail me from running from air mm-hmm. would be I would have to admit there would probably be a photo of me sitting in front of my fridge just scooping, pouring chocolate chips into peanut butter and scooping them out. I don't think that's I think a... that would probably be the thing. No, I think America loves a guy doing I think, that. I think you do. Hey, have you seen this thing from Cowboys offensive line coach Paul Alexander that he he one of the ways he evaluates yeah. potential linemen is by how they pour ketchup. Again, this is a you know you want me to get on this tangent. How or? do you pour ketchup? Puck, you, 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 you you tap the bottom. You tap right it. The top. With, you no on the side with your no, palm. No, 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 no. You, you hit it right don't. at the top. You hit it right with the fifty-seven. You get this wrong. No, no, no. This is exactly you tap the top foot and come. Out, it, it comes no, yeah. out like water. It runs like a river. You so you tap on the bottom. No, no top of the. You, you turn the bottle upside yeah. down. And you tap yeah, right on the neck. We're agreeing. Yeah, right on the neck. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I do it with my palm. I tap on yeah, the. Couple I fingers. tap. I tap on the neck of the bottle. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we agree on that. Yeah, I say. Does my, anyone not agree with that's the way to do it? Well, the that's guys the hitting number, the bottom. Yeah, we're in agreement. The they hit the bottom. Yeah. Well, again, like I said earlier about the the bars that have the TVs with the movies on it, mm-hmm. put them on an Argosy cruise boat, and we'll put them out in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, they yeah. don't belong in our city anymore. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's, it's I don't know if we want to put them. Why, why do we have to send a whole Argosy boat out? That seems like we're we we're have enough an, Argosy boats. We're, racing an Argosy we're boat. losing an asset. Yeah, we have, we have <laughs> That's enough. So good. All right, so uh, do you have me potted up in here, uh, there, Jackson? I do. Felt. Do, you, do you have a? I wanted to introduce this the other day, just because that we were talking about bikes the other. day. Day, and then this happened to me the other day. I thought, you know what? We should have something periodically. We call it the douchebag of the day. You need to call one eight hundred douchebag. So I was thinking of it. If we can come up, it doesn't have to be every day, but every now and again. You know, there's my favorite thing about getting the paper. Someone asks me. My wife actually this morning asked, me, "Why do you still get the paper? Why do you, why do you still get it?" I said, "Well, one, I honestly, it's because of the box scores. I mean, I just like reading the MLB box scores, mm-hmm. and I know the best part about it is." I've seen all the scores the night before. Sure, yeah. But, I've looked yeah. at the box scores all the night before, yeah. but I'm just, I don't know. I just get it. The other reason I love it is the Sunday, the Sunday paper, mm-hmm. the rant and rave. Well, yeah, rant I, and rave, it, that's a fun column. It's the There's whole no time I can't, it's the first thing I open up. Have you ever sent a rant or a rave in? No. No, I have we not. We should do that and see if we can oh, get it published. Oh, but I love, and I don't care about the raves. That's I don't. Yeah, the rave boy. They, they've whatever. got the whole rant versus oh, rave thing whatever. backwards. It ought to be rant, 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 rant. Yes. and like one rave oh, at the end. I don't want any raves. All I want are rants, and it's always just the old person, you know, that's mad that somebody walked in front of him, yeah. and the rants are just the most. Ra- this guy was playing his rap music too loud yeah. at four in the afternoon, and yeah. I'm trying to sleep. You know? I love when when people use the word "we." We we find yeah. this very yeah. upsetting. Yeah, say we we. So I was thinking, everyone's got a kind of a, a douchebag of the day, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's mm-hmm. ever encounters someone. So I don't know if you guys have somebody, but the yeah. other day, so yes, this is uh, two days. No, it's yesterday. So we're, we talk. We're talking about the bikes. Okay, I bike into work. Mm-hmm. I live close enough here to work where it's it's easy for me. Right. And Jackson knows when you're making this drive down here, I can get here faster than on a, in a car mm-hmm. because it, there's so much traffic. You just go by all of it. Right. So you know when you're going over the Ballard Bridge. Yes. Okay. You know that little before it turns to go to Magnolia, mm-hmm. 
and then bikes can merge onto 15. There's a little opening there off the bridge where bikes can merge. Right, on. right. It's yeah. dangerous. Gonna, yeah. yeah, it's extremely dangerous. <laughs> yeah. They have signs there, these yeah. big, huge signs that say, you must yield to a bicyclist mm-hmm. as they come on. Mm-hmm. Now, I always, when I pull up there, I kind of put my hand out to say, I'm here. Right, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure, here. Sure. But I don't go out in traffic. I wait until someone stops, right. lets me in. Right. Because I, I, you know, I've kind of put two and two together. You're not going to win that battle, even if you're right. It, they're in a car. Even if, if you're right. If, yeah. if, I, if I have the right of way, I understand the person's in a vehicle. They're going 30, 40 miles an hour. They're going to kill me. Right. So I'm going to wait till the guy lets me in. So mm-hmm. I get up there and I do my norm. I just kind of sit there and I'm waiting for someone to let me in. This guy, he's in another bike. He's coming up behind me. He is, this is my, this is my. You need to call 1-800-DOUCHEBAG. <laughs> he is fully outfitted in the Greg LeMond, uh-huh. Lance Armstrong, yeah. Tour de France outfit. Right. He's going to work. Right. Why we need to be in the spandex as we're going to work is beyond me, but yeah. whatever. Agreed. Good for you. So he's in the whole outfit. He starts yelling at the cars. Stop! What are you doing? Stop! Know the rules! There's a biker here! I go, I go, dude, dude, stop it. Like, this is why cars kill us. Yeah. This is why people hate bikes, because of people like you. Right. And I go, first of all, you're such an idiot. You're yelling at cars to stop for me. That's fine. Thank you. I'll be okay. You have, you're, the reason you're screaming so loud, you're wearing headphones. You tell me how safe it is to ride a right. bike around town. Yeah, it's not. And, you know, Greg LeMond with headphones in when you can't hear any of the cars. Right. So that's, sir, the Tour de France wearing outfit, but I'm biking to work guy. Mm-hmm. You, sir, are the douchebag of the day. It, it's very funny because when you, when you told me this earlier, I'm like, well, I saw a news story today that, that I would throw into this and, and it, it, we're in the same zone. Okay. They, uh, uh, bike activists today shut sure. down 4th Avenue for a while to protest. Go. They want more bike lanes. Oh. And, and, and look. Part of the problem. I, I mean, the next time I need something done in the city, I'm hiring the bike lobby because they're insanely strong. I mean, they're, they're strong. It's unbelievable how strong the bike lobby yeah, is. They, okay, they get stuff done. Yeah. Uh, but shutting, making other people, inconveniencing other people to prove your point in my mind, is is never, an, uh, you know, I, and I you know, people go, oh, what about protests? I, I get it. Look, look, man, I'm I'm more on your side than you think yeah. in terms of that. But this kind of stuff, if if you've tried to get around downtown Seattle, and any more developers shut down entire lanes because they're building a uh, a four story apartment building with mixed use retail on the ground floor, and then there's this road, and that now we've got flower pots in this road because we got a bike lane and we got all this. And now we're going to shut down our activists on Bike to Work Day. We're going to shut down another lane just to kind of show you what okay. it would be like. I, that, that, I, I don't like that. So the, the activists get your... You need to yeah. call 1-800-DOUCHEBAG. Get my phone out. I'm going to All right, try uh, yeah, Felty, what do you got today? You got something that stood out to you we've, in your douchebag of the day? We've hated a lot on bicyclists, and, yeah. I, and I also hate bicyclists. Sure. No offense, Buck. But no, it's okay, but I'll just say this. They are, and I just admit it, there are... A, there, there are bad people everywhere. Sure. There are yeah. terrible I don't drivers. Hate all Wait, there no, are no, terrible drivers, me, but there are terrible cyclists. They're on no. both ends. Now, yeah. let me exactly take that point. There is a car that parks, and we have a parking situation, and everybody's going to know this by parking in Seattle, where parking opens up at a certain point, and right here next to our building, that's 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. So you park at about 8.55, you get the closer spot, everybody wants a spot, and everybody wants the lineup closer to the building, right? 
So there's there's the line on the what is it west side of the street here, and there is a white Audi who's driven by an a, a young millennial woman who I no doubt works at Amazon. I love and, this. <laughs> yeah, and every single freaking morning she will pull up to, and she's the first car in that line every mm-hmm. single morning. Mm-hmm. But what does she do? She leaves. I would say three-fourths of a car length in front of a oh. stupid white Audi in oh. front of the sign that says you cannot park past this sign. Mm-hmm. So there's not enough room for a car to park in front of the white mm-hmm. Audi, mm-hmm. but she is such a bleeping idiot that oh. she won't pull the car up three-fourths of a car length ahead to leave room for another car behind her. How? And then the worst part, I'll try to go like and like look at her. I'll walk, because I'm in the second or third car. <laughs> I'll walk to her and I'll kind of stare at her through the window of, Hey, do you see this space in front of her? Nice passive-aggressive Seattle move. Yes, exactly. And she'll just stare back and and do nothing. (laughs) What the hell is wrong with you? So lady in the BMW doesn't know how to park. No, she's a white... Douche, Lady in the white Audi. Audi, I'm sorry. And, and, and if I'm I key your car one day. When I, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Jackson, I don't know if we need to do that. Hang on, right. call your lawyer, buddy, and see if you can get a three-for-one deal now, because we got like three things we're going to have to defend you on. Uh, if, if When I'm elected mayor, part of our way we're going to raise money. We're not going to stop taxing businesses, and we're going to start going around, and we're going to ticket people that do that. Yes. Because that drives me nuts yeah. when people don't know how to leave a proper amount of parking so you can get the maximum number of cars into an area. That it, it, It's unbelievable. God. Right. So text it in, 49451, wow. your uh, douchebag of the day. We'll go over some nominees in our next segment. But obviously, uh, there's a lot of douchebags around this area. You need to call 1-800-DOUCHEBAG. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. How about I turn my microphone on? I really enjoyed that. You never sounded <laughs> did you, better. Did you, did you enjoy it? I've got the headphones on. I'm like, well, I can't hear Puck, so I'm going to assume oh, no one else can. I, I only am laughing because I've done it oh myself. Oh, my God. The Free Movie Friday program with Adam Tickets is back. Uh, folks, it's your chance. Free Movie Tickets. Text them now. Text Boots to Adam1 for your chance to win the Adam Tickets app. Where you can browse movie titles, buy tickets, invite friends, pre-order concessions, all from your phone. And, most importantly, you can skip the lines. Uh, it is a Georgetown Beer Friday. It's a People's Court Friday. It is is Puck a Schmuck Friday. We'll do oh, all man. of that coming up in our final hour. And then one more shout-out to Georgetown Brewery. Just got the great news that uh, their event last week at the Nickerson Street Saloon. Uh, an all-time record for money raised in one day. At the brewery, twenty or excuse me, at the uh, Nickerson, uh, twenty five thousand dollars, all going uh, to the Ronald McDonald House. I'd like to apologize for laughing no. in the middle of the thing. I, I happened to glance over at the Onion Sports Network, and they've got a new story, hard hitting interview. Robinson Cano, I deeply apologize for using performance enhancers to make this boring game more awesome. <laughs> I think there's some people uh, that feel it. Like, hey, yeah, you know, sure. So what? So it helps you hit the baseball. You, you know, it's the old the old joke about, you know, dr- drug... Who cares if you drug test athletes? Who cares if a guy's all gacked well, on something? Drug is, test the pilots and the surgeons well, and the people who have their li- well, our lives in their hands. Our people's court with Lunch with Listeners, your chance to win um, another Coast Cafe gift card to the mm. greatest sandwich shop in the world and Georgetown Brewery, a $25 gift card there. Our people's court will be 
Do you care if athletes use PEDs? Yes or no? It's yeah. pretty simple. Black or white. We took a ton of text on this earlier in the show. Do you actually care that your athletes take drugs? So yes or no will be the simple, simple vote. Also on the text line right now, uh, we're, we're taking nominees for our douchebag of the day. Mm-hmm. Now, Jackson had, has sent a picture out of the car in question that he thinks is a douchebag. Now, I would say this, Jackson. You have an ongoing legal case right now? Uh, yes. This could be used against you. You, you can be seen, at least according to, to us... We're giving you legal advice, Gas and I, mm. uh, as an aggressor here. So maybe this could be used against you. Uh, it's not. Uh, okay. It's not against any any party relating to the case. Okay, so. it could be though. Sure. I, I, I think I would remain yeah. silent. No, but good. but here's the thing about Jackson. I didn't bring this up in the last segment. Now, so his big complaint here is especially the person that's in the front. No, of it's the street only parking, the front. Only, only the front. front. Only that the front. they don't. They don't. They're they're leaving too much room. Right. I have witnessed though, young Jackson here mm. parking mm. on the side of the street here in question down mm. here on Elliot. He is one of those that leaves way too much room with the car in front of him when he parallel parks. He's leaving like five, six feet. Right. right. You know, and again, I think that's a violation there. You got to get right up on that bumper in city living. So here's, here's, Gassy, if I can please reply. Sure. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So I am not good at parallel parking. I am going to be the first one and, and always the first one to say that I am not a great parallel parker. So what I do is I do leave some, a little bit extra space because we have a problem. Well, not, I shouldn't say we have a problem, but I have a problem of constantly having cars come and park right on my ass so therefore i need to know that i need to leave myself a little extra space in front of me because i need some extra space to get out i'm just not good at it can can i volley in that and and there's this is a short short list i can't explain to you how short is of the things I'm really good at in life, you I'm insanely park. good at parallel yeah, parking, both oh, getting I'm in jealous. and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So jealous. insanely I, good at it. And I'll challenge anyone to it. I'll challenge you because I and, parallel park with a Volkswagen van. And, and I'm right, telling yeah, you, hard. that thing is hard as hell. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I, I've got to admit, I, I'm using PEDs because I'm now using a backup <laughs> camera. I used to be better at it when I didn't have a backup camera because you really what? had to measure the end. Now I got the sensors. Yeah. And they're kind of taking some of the sport out. Yeah, I don't of like it. I don't, use, I don't use the, the back the, the camera. Uh, let's see. A lot of nominees for a douchebag of the day uh, from the 206 to those who think it's a good idea to make a right-hand turn from the inside lane, cutting in over one or two lanes. You are my douchebag. Okay, I get that. Uh-huh. Another one, the guy who drives in the carpool lane because he is a uh, he is a car he is a carpool but drives slower than drivers in the far right lane. The douche won't let anyone merge, and the douche who races to the front and cuts everyone off trying to merge. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of a lot of angry driving. A lot of there. Robinson Cano is the douchebag, not only of the day but of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, another douchebag, the guy who blocked the ambulance entrance at St. Joe's in Tacoma with his car and then complained and screamed at the tow truck driver towing his vehicle. Okay, yeah, that's that's no good. Seattle City Council with a lot of votes for uh, douchebag of the day. Well, that's going to be almost like weekly. Uh, Sawant. Uh, Robert says, douchebag of the day is the coworker who microwaves fish in the break room. I mean, that's, that's standard. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Yeah, now we, we did get a, a special dispensation for chowder. Chowder, chowder's okay. Chowder's okay. I got, a, I got a nominee for trashing the bar that shows old movies. Uh, the yeah. owner, they claim is a great dude who led the fundraising chart. I never named the bar. Mm-hmm. People can figure out what bar it is. Yeah, That's you, fine. You just said a bar in, on, in Green, on yeah. Greenwood. I never trashed this place. Mm, right. I just said I will not go there again because they show old movies. I'd like, I like. I do a weird thing when TVs are on in bars and kind of like neighborhood pubs like i like to watch sports mm-hmm, but that's right. i'm just a weird dude yeah well you are i don't you like are. to watch old movies that you can't hear the sound yeah because that doesn't make because i want to ask this person and the owner of said place do you go home crack open a beer mm-hmm. and watch an old movie on your tv with the sound off some of them may 
Just because you don't like old movies doesn't mean other people I don't love like old them. movies. You know what I'm watching tonight? What are you All watching? The President's Men. All right, you're going to have the sound on? No, I'm going to turn it off. <laughs> so you're not watching the M's game. You're not much of a sports fan, are you? I hate the Mariners. I hate baseball. <laughs> uh, lunch with listeners, People's Court. Uh, simple yes or no for a gift card at Georgetown Brewery, also Other Coast Cafe. Do you care if athletes use perform- uh, performance-enhancing drugs? Yes or no, it's pretty simple. We'll do that next after Neil's got you covered on headlines.